You see who signed today? Or it might have been last night. Who's that? Either way, what a ridiculous signing. I can't number one, I can't believe the money he got, and I can't believe the team he went to. Oh dear. OBJ has found a new home. Ooh. With the Baltimore Ravens. What are they doing? Okay. Number one. You don't have a quarterback to throw him the ball. <clears throat> right. So let's just say Lamar Jackson ends up there. Like he stays. Miraculously, they end up with a deal. No problem. At $18 million guaranteed, and I get it, it's a one-year deal. Are you going to be okay with him just being a pylon out there and a little decoy? Listen, he can catch with one hand, though. Sweet. It's hard to catch one hand when the ball doesn't come to you. (laughs) (laughs) It's also equally as hard to catch with two hands when the ball doesn't come to you. Uh, That's fair. You know what I'm saying? That's just math. I heard Lamar is trained to throw with his left hand. He wants to be amphibious. He wants to be Tebow. Yeah. He's amphibious? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> if there's ever an underwater football league, he's going to be the, he's gonna be the he's gonna MVP. Yep. She, you, let me tell you, you what. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't believe that, though. Because, number one, Unless there was, and I didn't read, I just saw the article clip and I was like, you gotta be kidding me. The money was nuts. But then I'm like, was there no other suitors? No other team that actually has a quarterback that can throw the football wanted OBJ? No. Like, I don't want him on Detroit because he's cancer, but. Think about all the contenders. Right. They all passed on him. Weren't the Bills looking at him? Was I not? Yeah, and they probably had one look at his medicals, and he's like, no, I don't need a doctor to look at me. And they're like, oh, okay, maybe you're not for me then. Maybe. maybe. I could see that happening. <clears throat> no, I'm healthy. I'm good. It reminds me of that scene from the uh, bench warmers where the guy goes, I am 12, as his birth certificate, and hands it in. <laughs> oh, actually. That's, uh, Beckham did that. He that put, all checked he, out. He put, I am healthy, and then he handed that to the uh, – Another side note, not, not football-related – have you seen Nestor Cortez's delivery? Was he not one of the examples of, hey, you can't do this anymore? So, again, I'm not trying to call out a Yankee for all you Yankees fans out there. I again, I feel, They suck. I feel we sorry you. for you. Kevin Gosman got – he was under the microscope for his little, like, rockin', Right. And then I looked at Nestor Cortez's delivery, and I'm like, how is that legal? And I said, oh, wait, he's a Yankee. Yep. It all checks out. That Those were the two things this weekend that caught my attention that I was like, doesn't check out, you know? In the, uh, but, in, in the Twitter sphere. Yeah, I'm new to Twitter. You are. I know it came out, what, 07? <laughs> a little late to the party, but <laughs> hey. I'd rather be here than not be here at all. You know what I'm saying? You were still riding bikes on the weekend when you're in 07. (laughs) I I made it. I made it. (laughs) Oh, it's a good time. Good time to be alive. All right. So, uh, draft today. What, uh, it's uh, edging ever closer. Are you saying uh, if the draft was today? No, I'm saying that uh, we're we're covering the draft today, NFL draft today. Uh, T minus 20 days in counting. It can't come fast enough. How are we feeling? Are you uh, you itching for that QB at six or what? 
Are you worried that if I bring up QB at six too many times that it'll somehow manifest it and it'll happen? Are you are you you're using Aiden Hutchinson against me to no, do my th- listen team with a nasty in, quarterback at six? He did not invent manifesting. No, All but, those granola <clears throat> tree hugging people did. Okay. <laughs> no offense if you're one of them folks. You're I, a like, weird, I like you're a weirdo, but it's fine. I like granola. Yeah. Uh, I'm just worried. Okay, reports came. I I was very worried up until I think it was Thursday or Friday. Very worried that at six, we were going to take the likes of either uh, Anthony Richardson or Will Levis, okay? But upon a report that came out, Brad Holmes still looks super smart in my books because we offered a contract to old Teddy Two Gloves. And oh, you and I were talking no. about it earlier this week that that's the guy I told you and Jim after all your chirping and trolling, I said, the guy I want is Teddy two gloves. He knows Dan Campbell from his time in new Orleans. He's a perfect Dan Campbell guy, culture, all that good stuff. Plus in a pinch, if Jared Goff gets hurt, he's been in big games before he's played in that kind of environment. He could come in and win you a game. I'm just saying, a rookie coming in that same spot, I don't want it. Plus, we've we've said on this pod, some other smart people that you and I both like, Mike Vlenny, shout out to you if you're ever listening to this pod. If you are taking a player at 6 or 18, anywhere in that first round, they need to start day one. Yeah. I'm not. I'm still not taking a, a quarterback at 6, but yes. Before I got the report about Teddy Two Gloves, Teddy Bridgewater, I was super nervous because it, it's a crapshoot right now. And plus, you're getting all these reports, which they're that's what they they're only reports. But you're getting these reports that the Lions are taking a QB at six. Apparently, Ross Atkins is doing all these. <laughs> Ross makes another appearance. But I'm staying the course. I'm trusting Brad Holmes. I think he's going to make the smart move, which is not a quarterback in at six in the first round. No, um, you know, I didn't really think about uh, Teddy Bridgewater there. Uh, all trolling aside, I think that's a great pick. It definitely would would fit, like you said. Yes, uh, and I could see the. Uh, the Dan Campbell connection. Oh. He's uh this offseason's proven that players who have played for him before they're really drawn to go play for him again. CJ, you know, Teddy, yeah. like let's go. Let's let's manifest that one. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm pretty sure the Lions are the only ones that have given him a contract offer. Like they've already given him an offer. He's just kind of weighing options here. Shopping. Let's go. Let's make it happen, Captain. I need that guy in Honolulu Blue and Silver because I do not want a quarterback at six. That that fix. So <clears throat> Brad Holmes, end of last season, beginning of this offseason, has said we neglected the, the backup QB position last year. We're not making that same mistake this year. That would fix a huge hole that they had. Was it one, though? It wasn't because Jared Goff stayed healthy. 
You got David Blau, though. N- they didn't. They had Nate Sudfeld. Who? That's right. Yeah. And never seen yeah. action before. Where did he go to college? Uh, that's a great question. That's a great. I don't have the answer for him. Sorry. You're usually an encyclopedia. With this I stuff. know. See, you Dang, one man. guy I don't know. You know, mark that in your calendars, folks. I've let myself down. What are you doing? Darn it! I clicked this pod. Anyways, um, yeah, that fix uh, fixes a huge hole, and plus you've got like you've got two adults in the room at arguably, and it's I don't even think it's that much of an argument. The most important position in the game. And it's going to keep Jared Goff sharp. I like it. And we need to make it happen because I don't, I don't want to see them taking a quarterback at six. I will lose my cool. So I think six is pretty – is the one that gets talked about the most. So we're going to kind of breeze through that. We're taking the best defensive player available. Yeah. In an ideal world, I am trading up with Arizona, who's taking offers right now, and I'm giving them six and forty-eight, and then I'll give them a late, a late round, like a fifth round pick, for three, and I'm taking Will Anderson. If that trade can't happen and they don't want it, that's fine. I'm taking. If I had my pick after Will Anderson's probably gone, and if I had to choose between Jalen Carter or Tyree Wilson, I'm taking Tyree Wilson. Out of Texas Tech. At six. Even if Carter's still there? Even if Carter's still there. Okay. Just because we've lived this nightmare before with Nick Fairley, we've taken a player who had huge upside coming out of college, and it looked like he was a freak of an athlete, but he had that practice issue. He had the weight issue, and he came to Detroit, and he enjoyed Coney's a little too much. <laughs> If you know Can you blame a guy though? It's they're, they're gas, man. Which one do you go to though? Any of them? Nope. False. Don't matter. And you fail right then. It's a Coney's. No, I no. eats it. No Lafayette. Listen, the only one I'm a uh, Canadian. I'm not uh, well versed in the Coney world. You live in Windsor. It's across the border. You're basically a Detroitian. Don't matter. That's not proper. I'm not but... from Detroitian. I wish I was. Nope. Front, front, front. Anyways. <laughs> Who are we thinking at 18 for the uh, Honolulu Blue Boys? Okay, so this also depends on who you're taking at six. But even with the addition of Tyree Wilson, okay, so that's who I'm – let's just slate it in. I take yeah. Tyree Wilson Everything we're going to talk about now is perfect world scenario. <clears throat> okay. They're going to be near their projections, yes. but this is perfect world if they fell to them type thing. So with Tyree Wilson at six, I think it's safe. It's a safe bet. To go, if he's there at 18, let's build on an absolute strength that we have and let's make it a serious problem. And let's go get Osiris Torrance out of Florida to play some right guard beside Panay Sewell. With doing that, you have created an absolute dominant offensive line. Jerry Goff will have plenty of time to throw out of the pocket. Your new acquisition in running back David Montgomery will be running behind the best offensive. I mean, he's already going to run behind the best offensive line he's ever run behind, but it will be absolutely oh unbelievable if they if that happens. So 
I'm taking that strength. I'm making it an absolute problem for def- for defensive linemen. And I'm going with that pick there. Now, if Osiris Torts is not there, I'm taking the likes of either Quinton Johnston out of TCU. And I get it. They already brought in Marvin Jones. But let's get an let's get a big body wide receiver for that end zone for the red zone because I feel like we're going to be there quite a bit this year. Six three two zero eight. Let's get that comps to Larry Fitzgerald. So good character guy. He looked great against Michigan's defense. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of players on TCU yeah. did. <laughs> and if and so let's say you don't want to go wide receiver, I could see them. Kind of reaching here at 18, and maybe you take Brian Barisi out of Clemson. Okay. Or you take the best cornerback available at that time, whoever it is, whether it's Keely Ringo, Joey Porter Jr., uh, could be uh, – those are the two that I project down at that at that. Uh, the at mock that I'm spot. looking at right now, Deontay Banks out of Maryland, is projected to go at 16. He's good too. Yeah. So any one of those picks, whether it was – I mean, I want Osiris Torrance at 18. That is my goal. So let's I'm gonna pencil him in at 18. That's who I'm taking. Osiris Torrance, if he's there. Okay. And I've just created, oh my gosh. <laughs> that is a very Dan Campbell grit Brad Holmes move. It's all the amount they'd be able to run, even on the best, like they probably could run for 150, 200 if they played San Fran with that offensive line. And you're and talking, that's saying something. And again, you're talking about my favorite type of football. That's why I'm a Michigan fan. It's that becomes then you've picked up Tyree Wilson at six. It adds to your depth on the defensive line. Your play action science, game could be sick. Which, if oh. we know Jared Goff, he throws the best out of play action. Oh, he went to the Super Bowl throwing out of play action because of Todd Gurley. Oh. You've just done it again. What do you think about oh, okay? What about B. John Robinson? At 18? Yeah. Don't need it. No. Don't right? need it. Don't worry, a running back is coming in the later rounds, but it does, we don't have to waste it at 18. Because if Torrance is there, I am jumping all over him. I've got now you've probably got the fiercest right side of the offensive line in football. And Panay Sewell. And Osiris Torrance. It would be absolute like maulers, dude. Filthy. The play action pass is nuts. And I'm sorry. If I give Jared Goff enough time, he may be able to hit Jamison Williams on a deep route. You never know. Play action. Play action. Talk about the stunts that you'd be able to do with Amon Ra and Jamison Williams. Mix that in with David Montgomery and the running back that I'm going to take later, but I'm not going to spoil it. Ooh. Yes. Okay. Excited for this. I just it you're so right. It's such a Dan Campbell Brad Holmes thing to do. It's football in a phone booth. We're gonna have the football more than you are. That's another thing, too. Time possession is that's huge, it, right? man. That's they've already built it, man. If I have the football more than you do, we're gonna win. And you know what? Lions fans are saying, Yeah, but we have Jamie C. Williams. Let's put up a lot of points. I'm sorry, you know what's even more fun? Then putting up a ton of points, winning football games, winning the North, hosting a playoff game. Something we've never done. Mm-hmm. I think since, oh yeah, since the 90s. Because we, or did they even host? I'm trying to think in nine, and it was a 91 when they, what year was it? They played, was the, they played the Cowboys. I'm trying to think if it was at home or if it was in Dallas. 
it's hard because they both play in a dome. So either way. Pontiac, Silver Dome. Yeah. So I'm just saying, let's take that strength. Let's make it an, an absolute problem. All right. Those are my two picks at 6 and 18. Who do we have uh, second round? What is that, pick 48? Pick 48. Okay, so this is where I'm, again, you're looking at character guys. You're looking at, uh, you got to think like Brad Holmes, right? So you're looking at character guys. Sometimes he reaches to get his guy, okay? You also got to look at what's our weakness here. Right now, what they've done in the offseason, what we've done in the first two picks, where do we still have a hole? It's that linebacker. And at 48, I go and I get our boy soup. I take Jack Campbell out of Iowa. Now, he's projected to go lower, but I think he's the real deal. I uh, I agree with you that their need is that linebacker. How do you feel that factors in with them re-signing Anzalone to what they did? And the emergence of Malcolm Rodriguez last year. Malcolm Rodriguez, crazy story. But again, I think just like your defensive line, you can't have enough depth at linebacker. You can't have enough guys that do the same thing, good coverage. So Jack Campbell will come in and he'll play middle linebacker. And whether he's stealing time from Anzalone, I don't care. If he's better than Anzalone, he plays. Mm-hmm. That's I wasn't – like we've talked on this pod. I wasn't infatuated with the Anzalone re-signing, especially at the money. But I get it. He'd been there for a while. He played with, he played under Dan Campbell, or not under him, but Dan Campbell was the uh, tight end coach in New Orleans as when he was there, Canada, Detroit. I get it. But uh, Jack Campbell's going to be a problem in the NFL. And he is, you know what he's got written all over him, which pisses me off, and he'll probably end up there and he'll be a stud. He's got Cowboy written all over it. Okay. Leighton Vander Esch was a kid I wanted out of uh, Iowa State. I wanted him in Detroit. And where did he go? Yeah. The Dallas Cowboys. And if it wasn't for injury plagued seasons, the kid would be a stud. What I want and what I've seen from like the Bears for my whole lifetime watching football is just middle linebacker replaced with great middle linebacker replaced with another great middle linebacker. He, he's got Urlacher written all oh. over him, except he's a better character guy than Urlacher. And that's why I want him. And that's why I'd reach for him at 48. Now, if Soup. You know, maybe we don't want to reach yet. Maybe we take him at 55 because 55 is coming up. If Brian Breesey falls to 48, I take Breesey at 48. And then I'm, again, I'm taking my a strength now in my defensive line because we took Tyree Wilson at six, and I'm making it dominant, filled with um, depth. I think that's a, a thing we've seen um, play out in uh, the Super Bowl this year is having uh, dominant lines on both sides of the ball. And you're just rolling them. Especially, I know Philly didn't win this year, but they just rotated defensive linemen in and they all got after it. Yeah. So if you can replicate that with younger players, you know, and they have the up-and-comers, it'll be huge for the Lions this year. I think that's a great move. I don't think he's there at 40 if he is and you're staring him in the face. He's he's your guy. Number one, he's coming in. He can play nose tackle. He can play defensive tackle. He's going to stop that run. We made Rashad Penny look like Barry Sanders in our own barn this year. That was a tough game to watch. Yeah. Okay. 
You plug Brian Brisey in, you put him in at either nose or you put him at defensive tackle along with Levi Ozenrique or Aline McNeil who came on late last year, unreal mm-hmm. run stopper. Oh, yeah. Again, you've got a problem. And now you've got you've got Tyree, you got Aiden, you got Kaminsky. Like that's a that's a good problem to have is how many snaps are we going to give these guys in the defensive line? And the NFL is a crapshoot sometimes. You never know with injuries. You never know who's going to go down. I just think if he's staring you in the face at 48, he was a captain at at uh, Clemson. Dabo Sweeney, big character guy too. Love Brian Breesey. He's got Dan Campbell written all over him. And if he's there at 48, I'd take him. I'm almost like even at 18, if Osiris Torrance is there, I, I wouldn't be upset if they went with him at 18, even that high. But yeah. so either soup – Love that kid so bad. Or Breezy. Okay. I think there's something to be said um, for this front office if they're reaching. They almost have – I'm kind of an outsider looking in on this, but I feel like they have my trust if they're reaching for a guy um, that mostly everybody else wouldn't have on the board at that specific pick. If – they fit into the offense or defense if they fit into the scheme well and if they're character guys like we've been talking if they're high motor put the work in you mm. know what i mean yeah like, they're going to be fits and they're going to do fine so i i don't see an, an issue uh reaching no on any of these picks you know and um they just like Brad Holmes came from Los Angeles. He was the head of college scouting for the Rams. Mm-hmm. He knows how to scout collegiate players. He knows what he's looking for. He knows what's going to fit his scheme, what's going to fit Aaron Glenn's defense. Uh, he's not dumb. He is not dumb. So you got to give it to him. He, he sure, He's nuts. Oh, he's nuts. But So that was 48. That was 48. Um, seven picks later, um, they pick at 55. What uh, what are we thinking there? Okay, um, a couple things. Again, I'm huge on taking your strength, making it better, or f- uh, feeling a weakness. So at 55, again, if Breesy's not there, we take Jack Campbell. That's uh, right, at 48. At 55, I would double down. Okay. And if he's, again, if he's still there, I take Panay Sewell's brother, Noah Sewell, out of Oregon. And now I've got depth at linebacker, what we didn't have last year. Malcolm Rodriguez doesn't have to do it all. Anzalone can kind of come in in special situations. I've got two young kids that I can build my – actually, I've got three young kids that I can build my linebacking core around. And, uh, yeah. Okay, so if Sewell's not there if and if you get Jack Campbell – if, if we take Breesy at 48, Jack Campbell's at 55, those are the two picks I make. If I take Jack Campbell, and, and sorry, if I'm jumping around too much, I apologize, but I'm this is all passion. <laughs> <laughs> the passion. If I take Jack Campbell at 48 and I've added to my linebacking core, I could see, and this is where you're going to get excited, Jared, I could see taking a tight end at 55. Ooh. Okay. Well, Tucker Craft action. Have you ever heard of him before? 
You don't think this Michael Mayer kid's going to be available? I don't. Michael Mayer's going. He's going first round. You think so? Eh? I I do. So Tucker Craft out of South Dakota State. He's got a hell of a name. I could see him at fifty-five. I could see uh, taking Tyreek Stevenson. He's a cornerback out of Miami. Adding to that depth because they've they've done a great job addressing the secondary in the, in the offseason. So if you wanted to add a young piece in, I could see you taking him there at fifty-five. Um, yeah, those are kind of like my picks that, that I've really been infatuated by. Sue will be fun. And again, uh, his brother Penne is already there. So we know, you know, where that family line's coming from. It's character. It's right up their alley. So yeah, those, those would be mine. I would go either Noah Sewell or Tucker Craft, adding to that tight end room. And, uh, yeah. That's that's it, brother. That's my round or selection fifty-five. Okay. And then they pick at I believe it's eighty-one. Correct. Eighty-one in the third, and they don't have a fourth. Eighty-one in the third. Okay, so <clears throat> this mock or this these pick, I guess you'd call it a mock draft, yeah. a Lions mock draft. Uh, this is all based on the fact that Teddy Bridgewater is is signed. And if Teddy if Teddy Bridgewater resigns, I don't take a quarterback probably this draft because I'm in a win now, and I'm I'm good at quarterback. Mm-hmm. So for you Lions fans out there, like when's that quarterback coming in? It probably won't be either in, in maybe later rounds. Okay, at 81, if he is here, this is the kid I have watched. I am a Big Ten football fan. I'm a Michigan fan. I've seen this kid. No. Who are you thinking I'm taking? Or I'm no, I'm not a Michigan fan. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was, oh, oh it was, sarcasm. Yeah. There you go. Oh, 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 those pants. Eh? Proceed, my friend. At 81, I take Chase Brown out of the University of Illinois. This kid is a beast. He is a good compliment to David Montgomery. You may some people. Well, they're kind of the same player. I don't care. You can never have too much depth in your running back room. And if I got a guy in David Montgomery I can hand the ball to in first, second, third down, and I have that same player in Chase Brown on first, second, third down that I can hand the ball to, that's a good problem to have in my world. Now, I I agree they should be taking somebody to replace Swift. What do you do with that guy? Swift? Yeah. So he's due for his fifth-year option. And if I take a running – if I get Chase Brown, buy Swift. It's been fun. Unless you want to come here for like – uh, veteran minimum, and you just want to kind of fill your, your. But I don't foresee him wanting to do that. I let him walk, because and and it's nothing. There's nothing offensive about DeAndre Swift. I was so high on him when they drafted him in the second round. Yeah. It's an injury thing. You can't stay healthy, and we can't afford to just give you these. Uh, what do they call it? Um, load management snaps and stuff like we did last year. We're going for that. We're going for that. Uh, we're going for the north, and and that's it, man. That's my pick at eighty-one. I'm super high on Chase Brown. Uh, I think he's going to be an absolute stud wherever he goes. Oh wow! This mock that I just pulled up—they've got uh, Jack Campbell all the way at seventy-five. Oh, that's that's too low. They got him going to Atlanta. 
who Zach Charbonnet, running back out of UCLA, they got him going 72. I mean, if he fell at 81 and he's there, he's fun too, man. He's going to be in the Big Ten soon. That school will be. That school will be. You are correct. I'm looking – I'm sorry. I'm looking up a kid real quick. Um, there's a kid, The kid out of Alabama. What is his uh, – At 81? Well, I just want to see where this mock has him. Oh, there he is at 38. Yeah, he ain't falling at 81. Jameer Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs. Because yeah. <laughs> he would be that perfect complement to David Montgomery. That flashy, the lightning with the thunder. Uh, the Darren Sproles LT <clears throat> combo. Kind of. Like, I wouldn't take him. There's no way I'd take Gibbs at 18. If he fell to 48, ooh, I would think. They got Brian Breesy at 40 in this mock draft, so you probably could get him at 48. Ah! Sounds of it, though. This is a pretty deep draft, though, for talent, man. There's like 15 running backs coming out of out of college this year for this draft that could all make it on a – like and play big-time minutes on an NFL team. So as much as I'm infatuated by Chase Brown, yep. because, again, I, I watched him for many years uh, in the Big Ten – if they couldn't get him at 81 and they picked a different running back, this it's so deep, man. Uh, I think Zach Evans is his name out of Ole Miss. Just as good. Zach Charbonnet. Yeah, Zach Evans out of – oh, sorry. Yeah, Ole Miss. Junior, he's right there in that 75 to 80 range. He'd be another kid. Come on in. Tank Bigsby out of uh, – with the name like Tank, and he you're is, a running back. Like, come he, on. He is built like one. But again, and again, I'm not – some people are like, well, we have to have a balance here at running back. I don't really care. If you've got two dogs that can just come in and absolutely pound the rock, that's time of possession. We're talking about it again. There's nothing wrong with a little bit of football. And a f- All right, so what about round five? <sighs> round five's tough. They can go in multiple directions here. Okay. So, if it plays out where in 55 we didn't take Tucker Craft, tight end, South Dakota State. At 152, I don't even care if I sound like a slappy. You could go Luke Schoonmacher, <laughs> tight end, out of the University of Michigan. Okay. Okay. Oh, slappy. See? Or you skip on that, and again, we just add, even if we take Osiris Torrance, don't even care. Ole Oluwatami. Center slash guard out of University of Michigan. Holy. He's a stud. You know, you never really can have enough centers. That's such a... And with, unfortunately, Regnow. That's such a niche position, you know? And mm-hmm. to have a guy that can play it well is a good... And, and Regnow, he's been yeah. banged up, right? So why not bring in that? Or trading the third, play safety corner out of the University of Florida. But let me just go through a list here. These are guys that are projected from rounds four to six at corner because maybe this is where you fill in some depth in your secondary. Jamie Robinson, University of Florida State, corner. Corner, Riley Moss, University of, of Iowa. Uh, this kid ran a 4-4-5 time, 6-1-193. Uh, Arkin Bush. Cornerback Cincinnati, six foot one eighty seven, ran a four five four. Uh, Corey Trice out of Purdue, six three two oh six, ran a four forty seven. That's fun. Six three corner, 
Let's go. Printer. The list goes on. Uh, Tarheeb Still. Tarheel? Tarheeb Steel. Mm, sounds like Tarheel. <laughs> Quarterback University of Maryland, 6'185, ran a 4-5-1. He's projected round five to seven. So you have the pick of the litter at five. If all things go well, one to like one through three at five, that's just if we didn't take a tight end, maybe we'd take that at in the fifth round. You just add to your depth there. And when you get down to like, this is just the fun part because then you're filling holes where you need filled. You're getting your special team guys. So speaking of special teams, special team guys, I, in the sixth round is where I take my hopeful kicker of the future. Oh, here he is. And again, Slappy alert! I don't, I don't care. You know what? You just need to. I already knew where this was. Fill your diaper, as you like to say. The second you said kicker, I knew exactly where this. Did I say kicker? Yep, you did. You said kicker. Well, out of the University of Michigan, in the sixth round, the new kicker of your Detroit Lions. Because I'm going to manifest that it's going to be your team soon. We are going to take. Jake Moody to fill a need that boy we've needed since I would say Jason Hansen. Others would say Matt Prater. Yeah, I would say Matt Prater. But man, we need him. Jake Moody, just stay home. You've been in the Michigan area for four years now. You may as well just stay. You can room with Aiden. Why not? Let's make it happen. You know what? You know the characters right there because he went to the best university out there. Okay. <laughs> I uh whoops. Yes, Hail to the Victor Valiant, hail to the Concrete Hero, hail, hail to Mr. Woo! Baby! We're talking football in April. Woo! It don't get better than that. Okay, so I just want to say I'm proud of you. Why? Um it took us a half hour for you to mention a Michigan player or Michigan at all. So you're growing. That is huge. See, you and, know? and if we would have done this podcast last year, there's no way I would have picked an, I would pick him. There's no way I would have picked Aiden at number two overall. I'm just saying you are mayor of Slappyville and you're, uh, you were hiding it well today. Hey, good job. Listen, I'm a realistic Michigan fan. There is no one from Michigan that I would take probably in the first round. Probably. No, definitely. Bobby Smith is a kid that I would, in the second round, at 48, if he's there, he's defensive tackle. He's fun. But again, though, I like Brian Breesey better. He's a better player. And when you're talking character, he he was into some hot water. Oh, he was the guy that was rolling around with a a Glock. In Grand Rapids, <laughs> Michigan. Yeah. Because you know it's hood Because the streets is real. <laughs> All the way from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Yeah, no. Unfortunately, as much as we've talked about before, as much as Michigan and Jim Harbaugh wants to admit that they run a clean program, they do not. And just, just lean into it, Jim. You don't. Become the Alabama of the North. Yeah. You want to look squeaky clean compared to Ohio State, but you're not. So just lean into it and 
Let's get a good football program here for 10 years. Let's let's build that. Let's stop flirting with the NFL. Let's just get into it. But yeah, no. So there's some Michigan players that I do think are good that if they fell, they'd be fun. DJ Turner's one. He's a safety, could play corner. But again, though, there's other players that I like better, and there's other needs that the Lions need. And as long as you're not going crazy here, Brad Holmes, I think we got a good we got a good way here. We got a good place to go. These were all picks that were definitely thought of. Character was a big, big deal when it came for me picking these players. Plus, they're good, man. Like, if Soup ended up with the Lions, oh, that's a stud middle linebacker. Just a stud middle linebacker. Torrance, nuts. Quentin Johnson would be fun. Tyree Wilson. I don't think if Jalen Carter is there at six, if he's available, I I still I don't think the Lions take him. Yeah. I and we talked about it. Who do you what kind of player do you want? I want a player that's gonna come in and it's gonna produce. And I think Tyree Wilson's that that player. It's fun, man. I'm so excited for draft day. I will be even more excited when the Teddy Bridgewater deal is official. Because with him signed, I don't think there's any way they take a quarterback at six. With him unsigned and us not taking a, a player, You're still freaking I'm out. scared. Now, I think it's either tomorrow or Wednesday. Hendon Hooker out of Tennessee is supposed to be going to Detroit for a uh, an interview. And the Lions have been hot on this kid since like the Senior Bowl, even before the Senior Bowl, before he even got injured. Hayden Hooker's fun um, out of Tennessee. Number one, he's coming off an ACL injury, so that scares me. You've already – you took uh, Jamison Williams last year with the same injury. It's tradition. <laughs> Maybe we're starting one, yeah. Grit. Uh, gr- grit. If they come back from ACL injury, they can play for our Detroit Lions. Not only are we taking these calves, we're going to build them. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> but, oh, um, what was my point? Okay. I don't even know. Hayden, <laughs> Hayden Hooker is, I believe he's 25 turning 26. Old man. Yeah. That's <laughs> okay. not a draft pick. That's an undrafted free, free agent. agent. Yeah. I'm, you're growing. This is good. Now. Not only is he that, Tennessee is a one. We've talked about it on this pod about Ohio State and about uh, C.J. Stroud. Tennessee is like a one-read option school. They scheme their offense so that Hayden Hooker can come back and the first player he sees, if they're open, boom, it goes. If it's not, it's a run. And I just, I, I have a problem if that's who you're going to take. Uh, so... They have a mock draft that I saw had the Lions take him at 81. And again, at 81, I've got them taking Chase Brown. If it's between the two, it's a no-brainer in my brain. I take Chase Brown, and even if we don't have Teddy, I still make that pick. And you know what? Actually, I should say, even if we don't take Teddy Bridgewater, I still think I take these picks. At 152, you could go get a quarterback that's on the board. That's your first-round pick. Or sorry, fifth-round pick. At in the sixth round, you go try to get a quarterback. Uh, Adrian O'Connell out of Purdue. He's a good – it seems like a safe pick. He's older, been there for a long time. 
So maybe that's a pick that you make in the fifth, sixth, seventh round. Adrian. Adrian. We did it, Adrian. We did it. We got you. Yeah, so that's just it, man. It is it's so much fun doing this. It's gonna be even more fun when it actually becomes draft night. You know what's funny? Do you know where next year's draft is? Detroit? Yes, sir. We should go. We one hundred percent should go. That'd be a riot. Oh yeah, because you'd have you'd be oh it'd be so much fun. I'm gonna wear a Green Bay shirt. I think I you might get shot, <laughs> <laughs> and it may or may not be for me. Yeah, uh, uh, probably will be for you if I had to guess. Honestly, I'll just get Mavi Smith. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too soon. Oh, man. I think on that note, it's gonna do it for us yeah. here at uh, Dingers. Um, thanks again for listening, guys. Um. I don't know man, how many of you do listen, but we appreciate <laughs> those of you that do, man. I'm sorry. I would do it if nobody listened, man. I just I just like I like doing this. It's fun. That came out of nowhere. That was great. Now, for those of you who do listen, if you think I'm stupid and my picks are make no sense, please feel free to comment. I'd love to read your stupidity. So and we can all be stupid together. <laughs> stupid is stupid does. You know what I'm saying? Amen. And Jim. Listen to a stinking podcast for once in your life. He's not going to hear you. Yeah, you might. You might. Okay, bye. I love you. Okay, bye.